0: Well, first, thank you, Kate, for the introduction and opportunity to speak with such an amazing and accomplished group of people. So hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great day, wherever you are in the world. As Kate mentioned, I'm Mike Wimmer, and I'm having an awesome time, both listening and learning from everyone here at the dedicated conference. So as Kate said, my talk is gonna be a little off topic from the majority of the presenters at the conference but I think you'll find how it's a little bit relevant to your field. I wanna talk about robots and more specifically, human-robot interaction. So how many of you would like to have a robot in your home helping with daily chores and keeping your house running smoothly? And if so, just hit the like button for me. Awesome, well, that's uh, quite a few of you. Who wouldn't want one, right? So, how do we make this happen? That's a question being asked and studied by hundreds, if not thousands, of companies around the world each and every day. The solution is not found in the robot itself. I can develop the most advanced and socially sophisticated robot the world has ever seen. But without positive perce- perception by the masses, my robot company will likely fail. Nearly every day, we hear about another robot company shuttering its doors due to overreaching their target customer. Now, when I say overreaching, I am not just referring to the cost to own and level of skill needed to use the robot. I'm also referring to the overreaching, the perception robots currently have in the public. We have all tuned into social media showing cool robots doing parkour or jumping rope, to movies showing robots as highly cognitive, out-of-control killing machines destined to overtake our planet. The robotics community is not doing enough to dispel the myths and false opinions generated by the masses. So how do we overcome this major hurdle? Well, the answer lies in the data. I can spend millions on marketing and ad campaigns for my robot, but if robots are still perceived as bad, I just wasted all of my efforts. Here is what I feel we must do, not as business people, but as scientists and humanitarians for the good of us all. My idea is a parallel effort focused on two fronts. The first focused on enlightening the masses, the latter is developing a standardization for robots. Getting the world ready to accept robots is what I call the three E's, explanation, education, and exploration. This is where good data comes into the equation. Looking at explanation, there is no standardization of terminology, level of risk to human life, or scale to normalize the cognitive levels of robots. Buzzwords that have been embedded into culture are being used out of context or without regard to their intended meaning. For example, a quite common one is AI versus machine learning versus deep learning are all being interchanged. Developing clean, easy to understand definitions for complex ideas that everyone can comprehend is step one. The second of my three E's is education finding ways of teaching everyone the capabilities, but more importantly, the limitations of robots. Despite what we see on the big screen, a robot with the intelligence and skills of the Terminator is still a long way off. Although we are not to the point of putting a Jarvis from Iron Man in every home, I think it would be cool. What I think we will be seeing first is more single task robots likely a single arm robot with some level of chatbot capabilities, but more focused on being self-aware and adjusting to its surroundings. Having a robot that can assist in the kitchen, but that can also respond and adjust to the presence of a human. The final E is exploration. Getting people interacting with robots and not just watching YouTube videos. We need robots and STEM education in every school beginning at the early level. But the sooner we get robots into the hands of all the kids, the sooner we will have positive worldwide acceptance of robots. The young will then teach the wiser, but more jaded older generations. I would love to see robot spaces in every library and scientific museum. Not as exhibits to stand and look at, but places where people can go and interact with a robot like test driving a car to know what you are getting before you bring one into your life. These three E's cover the first line of effort. The second one is focused on standardization for future robotic and AI developments. I recently spoke with Ben Taylor and we were discussing if society can maintain control of robots in the future. I proposed an agency similar to the FDA for robots. I want to broaden that to the World Health Organization for Robots. I feel we need an organization that will establish standards and guidelines we all must adhere to gain approval to manufacture and sell a robot. The organization will be consumer safety driven, but also directly access address ethical concerns associated with cognitive robots. So data, data, and more data. Can you imagine the amount of data that will be generated by every single one of these bots? Therefore, the first seat proposed on council is going to be a data scientist. We need clean and clear and compatible data analytics, showing people what their robot can do, but also protecting and presenting the data in an easy to understand and utilize manner. We will address concerns over who owns the data, no sale of personal data to third parties by the manufacturers of their robots, establishing laws protecting robot owners from their own robot's data being used against them, for any human against another. There are currently three laws of robotics as stated here by Infinite. The first law states, a robot may not injure a human being or, through an action, allow a human being to come to harm. The second law states, a robot must obey the orders given it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. The third law states, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second laws. I propose the addition of a fourth law regarding the data generated by cognitive robots. Mike's fourth law of robotics states, A robot's data must not be used to harm any human physically, emotionally, or financially. So I know it will need some tweaking, but I think it will be a good start toward building a human bill of rights when it comes to robots. Good data presented in a clear and insightful way will lift us over the perception obstacle and establish a new normal of robots in every home. My dream is to see a robot in every home. Helping to lessen the workload, allowing families more time to spend together, enjoying each other's company. I am beyond ready for this pandemic to be over. But I will say I have truly enjoyed the extra time I have gotten to spend with my family. Using remote learning at school, I even had time to attend a dedicated conference. Please drop me a comment and connect with me on LinkedIn or via my website, Next Era Innovations, that has all my social media links. Thank you for your time. And now I believe we have time for some questions.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for that, Mike. Wow, amazing presentation. You Thank always you. bring it. I checked out your podcast with Ben Taylor. Great, great stuff over there as well with Data Robot. Um, I love also your fourth law that you've added to those three laws. Great addition. Yes, please let's not harm humans or people or, or anyone really. And we have a lot, a lot of questions and comments coming awesome. in here. Aaron says, you're amazing, just wow. Uh, Katina loves your three E's. And I wanna get to some more questions and comments. Rodi says, your parents must be so proud. I don't know if your parents are there with you. They can wave hi yeah. if they like. I'm sure they're very- very. right now. Awesome, let's see. So there was a question here from Robert. I don't know if you think this far ahead, given that you're 12 but where do you see yourself at 10, 15 years from now?
0: Okay, 10, 15 years from now, ooh, that's a good question. Well, um, probably growing my startup and probably the CEO of another robotic company is where I hope to be.
1: Okay, so keeping it, you're gonna be a CEO of some companies, but I'm sure that will transform over time because all the changes in technology, yeah. Uh, question that I also had on my mind, Katina's asking, when do you think we'll have these helper robots?
0: Well, you know, I think the helper robots in a sense, we're kind of at a point there now where we're just refining our areas. For example, the Roomba is a very perfect example of this. It's a single task robot meant to do the vacuuming. And now we're seeing better advances in robotic arms, et cetera, that can help us in other areas. So I think it might be in the next two to three years, we can have a full suite of the single task robots.
1: All right. I'm looking forward to it. Bring, bring it on. Um, Orlando's asking, how would you define a cognitive robot?
0: Okay, so I think cognitive robot is something that can sense around and you know a level, say four to five and on the autonomous or cognitive scale. You know, with, again we're talking with Ben Taylor, we kind of made this idea of the zero to ten. So I think Cognitive kind of begins at four to five, where it can sense other things and think, kind of, again, like a Roomba in a sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Without You know, no, we're, we're not, um, you know, 10 is the idea full of full human activity. It can think like a human, common sense, everything like that. So I think that four to five Roomba style range is kind of where I'm thinking cognitive should be.
1: Awesome, thank you for that. Uh, interesting question from George here. Do you have a robot controlling your slides?
0: No, I do not have a robot controlling my slides. Um, I do have a clicker though that I've set down, but uh, but yeah, uh, this is, here, here's my clicker. I got got my it, clicker.
1: Oh, there you go. It's, it's somewhat of a robot, it's just you have to control it. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another question here from Aaron. Mike, uh, what do you do in your free time?
0: So yeah, um, you know, being 12, I'm still a kid. So I, you know, got hopeless back around the corner here. I uh, I love to build Legos. I play video games with my friends. I have a whole driving simulator rig and basketball, swimming, you know, everything along those lines, racing. I love to talk, you know, go to into sports car races where all the Corvettes, Lamborghinis, Ferraris and race together in endurance races. And I love to figure out the idea the technology behind that as well. So, so yeah, of course I'm still a kid. <laughs> yes,
1: that's great. That's great that you're still enjoying your childhood while also running a company and wrapping up high school. This is amazing. I think we'll take one more question from the audience here from John. What do you think is the next big hurdle in robotics? Okay, so
0: I think the the next big hurdle. Hmm, There's quite quite a few, of course, but I think that the biggest one, as I was kind of stating before, is all perception again. You know. We, we think we're going to get the Terminator soon when we're not even to that point dreaming of that yet. So I I think right now is is perception again. You know, we also think robots can do backflips and do all these kind of cool stuff, but we're not to that point yet. So I think that that's the biggest deal is perception at this point.
1: Got it. Absolutely. Well, Mike, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to speak at the dedicated conference. I really appreciate it. You have so many fans out there that we literally could not get to all the comments, even if we stayed on for hours today. Um, If you have time to go on LinkedIn and uh, address some of those, please go. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you again. I will see
0: you online as I see everyone else. And you can please follow me at any of these areas on LinkedIn. I'm open to any connections. Absolutely. Follow Mike Wimmer.
1: He is the future. There are a lot of comments that you, your, the future is bright with this one.